<laughs> I'm Bailey. I'm Nini. And welcome to On a Grassy Knoll. Talking about almost shooting myself in the Dutch Bros parking lot <laughs> or drive through, <laughs> not parking lot. There's a, um, I know I talked about Sinisterhood last time, but mm. they're like this really hilarious podcast. And one of the, one of the hosts, they have a story about um, a similar emergency they had, mm. but it was at an in and out. Oh. Yeah. And they ended up having to. I feel like both something. places, if you were like in the drive-thru and you're like, listen, like, I got to shit myself right now. They'd be like, okay, like, here's your drink on the house. Have a great day. Like, you should have said an something. And here's an empty cup. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Yeah, no, on Sinisterhood, one of the girls, like, shit her pants. Oh, like, I love that. Like, like, on the pod? Like, no, in a, in the line at In-N-Out. Oh, my like, God. She's like, I, like, they gave me my bag, and, like, I immediately had to pull over and, like, take everything out of the <laughs> Oh, that would ruin, like, my food experience. I know. Aww, it's sad for That's really sad. Yeah. But it was hilarious listening to her tell it. Like, the the sheer like embarrassment yeah. manifesting as laughter it's one of my favorite episodes of theirs it cracks me up so much i love embarrassing <laughs> stories she's like yeah now i can look back on it but at the time it was, it like, was humiliating it was humiliating yeah. no i completely i completely understand that wow. but enough about potty breaks enough about potty breaks hi guys we hi. miss you we're back from vacay hey we both had our little vacay yes and hillary was not invited but the bitch showed up anyway oh god fucking fuck hurricane hillary fuck that bitch how did you made me late she made me miss my flight she made people... nini miss her flight it it took away two days while i was in colorado so fuck that bitch fuck that fuck bitch. you hillary duff fuck it. just kidding you <laughs> i know, love you hillary duff. you really shouldn't say gay <laughs> <laughs> that commercial is so cunty it's like, so truly. it cracks me up there's like no background music no. or anything it's so dark quiet. white wall <laughs> and it's like two girls in like a walgreens yeah she's like hey you shouldn't you say, say that, that. It's really hard. It's really hurtful, or something like that. It is queer ally. I hate, I hate when people use "gay" as like a negative connotation. I'm like, um, this isn't 1970. Please stop using it, that. Hey, hey, stop it. Stop it. Stop that right now. You stop that. But luckily, I don't surround myself with people who use like slurs. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I wish that was me. <laughs> Just kidding. I was like, wait, what? I was like, no, everybody that, most everybody I interact with is, is pretty, it's pretty progressive. Okay. Like so. the auto insurance. Mm-hmm. Progressive. Uh, but yeah, tell me about your trip, babes. Where did you go? Um, I went to Colorado to visit my brother and his boyfriends. Hello, Brock, Dylan, and Logan. Shout out, boyfriends. Shout, Shout out, boyfriends. Out um, and yeah, it was really nice. We just hung out. We went to a corn festival, which was as. I did um, see that. Riveting. Quite literally the most boring thing I've ever been to. Uh, and it was so Republican. Oh, my God. No! It's like, what do you expect from, like, a... But, okay, here's the thing. It's really weird because certain towns in Colorado are super liberal. Yeah. And other towns are extremely not liberal. And we kind of had, like, a crossover, like, a collab of, like, <laughs> what you would think would be, like, fun. Like, the Cherry Festival that we had. Yeah, okay. Um, you'd think it would be like that, but it was literally, like, at a state park and... They only had one booth of corn, which was like, oh, it's called the Corn <laughs> Festival. Like, what the fuck? But the main reason we went is because Brock at his work, they're in a rotary club and they created ducks for this duck race that they do because there's like a river Cute. like at the lake. Aww. And I guess like their ducks won or some shit. And oh so we God. went to go see them because they decorated them like um, the Hocus Pocus sisters. <laughs> 
That is so fucking cute. I know. Cute. It I was love really that. Cute. Okay. It was really cute. Okay. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was really nice. We watched a bunch of movies. I got some. I, I watched this movie called Vampire, which is like vampire, but Serbian, I think. Uh, um, It was creepy. You guys should go yeah. watch it. I also watched The Pope's Exorcist, which was quite literally the worst movie I've ever fucking seen. I tried to watch that on the plane back from Portland. Oh, my God. Russell Crowe with a bad Italian accent. Like, get me I, the fuck out of here. Him riding the little scooter sent me. <laughs> I was too high to be fucking watching that oh on the plane. Oh my god. And my Brock and my mom were both like really into the movie. No! Like, get me the fuck out of here. How? Like, I wanted to leave. Because I, you know me, like when I get high, I'm super like hypercritical of things. And I was like, is it just me or is this a terrible movie? No, and it's thankfully, bad. Logan came home and he was like, what the fuck are you guys watching? And I'm like, thank you. It wasn't even the bad Italian accent for me, it was the. It was the little boy, the little boy saying like shit and fuck and like all this stuff. I'm like, wow, they're trying really hard really to like hard. outrage some some mm-hmm. parents out there. Yeah. It was yeah. it was so bad. Yeah, it was so he bad. He wanted so to be sorry. Reagan so bad, and he yep. wasn't. Yeah, he really wasn't. Sorry, uh, sorry, Josh, because he said he actually kind of liked it. I'm like, I'm so sorry, you guys. Oh, didn't. That's Josh. that's bad, babes. It's babes, bad. I'm, come so, on. I'm so sorry. It's not good. That's advice. an L. That's an objective that's L in the L. chat. Objective L, brother. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. Hi, babes. <laughs> how was how was Portland? Portland was dope. Yeah. Well, quite literally, I we, I need to go with you next time because I've yes. never been to Portland. You absolutely have to because yeah. Julie told me she was like before I move like uh-huh. we should bring Bailey with okay. me because I think she would really love it. I love that. Um, there's we went to this really amazing brunch place. Really? I had what did you get? raspberry mojito French toast. Ooh, raspberry mojito French toast. It was like what were those flavors like? It was like little like it was like the raspberries kind of like smooshed a little mm. bit and like placed on top of the the French toast and uh. then there was like a glaze like Ooh. a like a drizzle that was like lime and raspberry like syrup. Oh, like interesting. Compost. It was fucking delicious and the biggest, most butteriest croissant I've ever fucking had in my entire life. I love croissants. Like we didn't, we ate so fucking much. We had yeah. a mimosa flight. We had that, and nice. then we were like, wait cappuccino and croissant and we fucking we fucking we did that shit we did that shit i love that so much we went to some dispose um really anything good i we bought a really fire ounce for 50 bucks 50 bucks 50 bucks that's sick out the door really (laughs) you said i could literally know yeah it was uh it was nuts the thrifting was so good that sounds so good. I can't. Like such a good girls weekend. I saw so many fucking Green Day shirts that were so cool, but I couldn't fucking remember what size you were. Uh, And they were like actually vintage too. Really? But this this specific like place is called the Selwood uh Selwood Mall, I think, or Selwood Thrift. Uh huh. That place is fucking awesome. I always find good shit there. So Uh next time, next time when we both go, go. yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna thrift. Oh my god, I would love to thrift a vintage Green Day T-shirt. It was rad, dude. I could do a large, but I prefer an XL because of the titties. Yeah, Yeah. the titties. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really cool. I saw a lot of cool vintage shit. Um, I got to hang out with the cats. Uh, we... You guys need to follow Nini on Instagram because she's gonna do a really good um, photo, photo dump. dump. Yes, hello. I am mechanical Nini. That is N I N I N I N I. Um, we went to probably one of the coolest vintage shops I've ever been to in my life really? because it was a dispensary <gasps> and a vintage store and a vintage store. Yeah, that's cool. Woman owned. That's the collab of the century. Yeah, it was called Blue Dream Cannabis and Vintage. Ooh. It was precious. I and like that. I bought the cutest, like, 
vintage um, like cocktail making cup. Ooh. You know, like the ones that have the yeah, recipes yeah, yeah. printed mm-hmm. on it. I got one of those. Really? It's ginormous. Oh, I have I to bring it over that. next time so we can make, make oh, cocktails. Because okay. it's big enough. The serving thing is big enough for two cocktails. Really? Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. So, I love that. Um, yeah, it was it was dope. Vacay was vacay was cool. Yeah. So we were both on our little adventures, but we are back. You guys are going to get this episode a little late because we were literally recording fashionably late on Wednesday. Sorry. 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 But we were, hey, we were going to do no episodes, so you yeah, guys need to shut You the should fuck be up. fucking thankful, honestly. <laughs> Anyways, let's Anyways. dive in. Okay. Bye. <laughs> well, not bye, but you know what For I now. mean. <laughs> oh, I love that. Tell, <laughs> tell, the, tell the people what you just told um, me. Yeah, if, I hope some of you out there have also seen that. I think it's a, I don't know if it's a YouTube video or a uh-huh. TikTok, but, you know, I'm not internet savvy. But um, it's, somebody took, like, all of Cardi B's interesting little sound effects mm. and they put them over um, Star Wars scenes and made like a compilation. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious because the, the TIE fighters, like, that's what they sound like. Meow, meow. And then I think it's the the blasters are like. <laughs> <laughs> this makes it so much more funnier because this weekend, Logan, my, bro- my brother is a nerd. And so what did he do? Yes. He dated nerds, right? Of course. And so Logan, <laughs> with his slight autism, had to tell us like the full fucking synopsis of every single Star Wars. Oh, cool! And so then, yeah, so then we watched the Mojo Watch Mojo on uh-huh. YouTube of like the the ten top biggest plot twists in movies, and one of them was Star Wars. And then he'd be like, "So do you guys want to watch Star Wars now?" And I'd be like, "No." He's like, like "Well, please. no worries, because I'm gonna tell you." About I'm gonna it. tell you. <laughs> I love that. No, Yay! My mom. He he cornered my mom. <laughs> And she was just sitting there like, I'm trying to be nice because I love you, but oh my god, shut the fuck up right He's now. like, so Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord. Um, there's a lot of evidence to back this up. <laughs> there's a lot of evidence to back this up. Um, I love according him so to much. Reddit. Yeah, I so. love him so much. He's so fucking funny. I can't wait for you to meet them. Dude, same. <sighs> okay. We're gonna be wasted. This week, god I know, Vegas is gonna be so good. You guys are going to Vegas for my birthday to go to the Haunted Museum, Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. We might take you guys along yes. for the, the ride. I think well. we should. Because we're not flying, so there's no, like, packing limitations. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to take all our equipment in a nice little suitcase. We need, like, one of those fancy silver suitcases. Yeah. For, oh, like, and I think I'm going to buy a new filter one. for this. Yeah. It, like, it's like a, it, like, circles it. And Ooh. it's, like, it's almost like a mesh screen, but it's, like, metal. Okay. And oh. it has really good reviews for sound. Because oh, I was, like, yeah. something that'll block my air conditioning. Because it's, it came it's up. just too damn hot. It's too, it's it's too damn hot, guys. To sorry. turn it off. I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Anyways. It is my turn this week. Yes, ma'am. To go first. Yes. And I'm having anxiety. Hot girl anxiety. Hot girl anxiety. Okay. Jumping right into it the yes. way we always do. This is a fairly recent case that actually happened in San Diego, California. If y'all didn't know, now you know. Oh, shit. Um, and it focuses on a married couple, uh, which consists of Haley and Michael Feston. Hmm. Have you ever heard of it? This sounds familiar. It's like... I want to say uh, 2004 through 2006, this happened, like the subsequent hauntings. Oh, it's a haunting. It's a haunting. Oh, I, my brain thought San Diego and I thought true crime. I thought no. about that case on Coronado. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's a good <gasps> Ooh, one. That's a good one. Okay. I almost thought about doing a true crime and like throwing one in there. Oh, but um, no, I, Ooh, I found okay. this. I was like, yeah, oh my no. God. Because like, I, I had never heard of it. And it's like a really, it's a really interesting case. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This doesn't sound familiar. Oh, my God. So right into the bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, Haley apparently has had paranormal experiences ever since she was a little girl. And since their move to San Diego, the paranormal activity has kind of ramped up. Uh, um, unfortunately for her, Michael, her husband, mm-hmm. is the 
typical man. Oh my god. A skeptic. You're just being hysterical. No, literally. He would have diagnosed her ass with hysteria. Yeah, it's an old house. It just creaks. Um, But in his defense, he's like, all right, let's get some cameras in the house so we can like try to see what's happening because, you know, he obviously assumes there's a logical explanation for her haunting. Uh huh. But I'm like, if she's been having these kind of experiences since she was a kid, there has to be something deeper. But yeah, I digress. I digress. I digress. Um, the cameras actually capture a lot. <gasps> and there's literal footage of this. Oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. So they start off as minor noises, okay. flickering lights, bedroom door movements, kind of like, like the okay. slow opening. Okay. Um, but over time, it escalates into loud thuds violent door slamming and what could only be described as demonic grunts and screeches screeches Screeches. (laughs) i don't know if you could have anything worse than demonic grunts and screeches can you imagine like being dead ass asleep and you're like Uh, yeah like Like, what the yeah i don't know and i'll I'll be sure to show you like clips and stuff um so it's one night I know, it's really fucking scary. Um, This freaks me the fuck out because, like I said, there's literal footage of this. But Haley gets out of bed and she appears to be, like, in some kind of trance. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Because she just ends up standing beside the bed staring at Michael for, like, literally it's recorded two hours. Just It's giving paranormal activity. No, literally. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And then she proceeds to walk outside and out of the camera's, like, range. Uh She has no memory of this ah. when asked about it the next day. Ah. Um, because they are, like I said, reviewing continually the, reviewing uh-huh, the footage. The cameras, yeah. yeah. Um, and so because this starts to happen and she doesn't really, like, she hasn't told Michael about these hauntings that oh. she had as a child. She kind of, like, told him vaguely, like, oh, like, you know, like, I've experienced a little this and that but yeah. she's like okay like let me open up to you oh, um she thinks that there is an evil presence that has been following her since childhood okay um she even states that her and her sister holly have been tormented by this entity and the entity would feed off of their like negative experiences <gasps> yeah and so they had a lot of like childhood trauma Fuck. um because of this yeah. and they don't know if it's because of the monster itself or if, like, bad things happen and the monster would just feed off of it. Like, yeah. they couldn't really tell, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. So, finally, the couple decides to contact a psychic medium named Dr. Friends, Friends, who basically sniffs out the demon immediately and confirms that the demon is feeding off the couple's fear <gasps> and is purposely trying to turn them against each other <gasps> as a way to isolate Haley. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I just recoiled. <laughs> Like, literally recoiled. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Franz, as he said, um, is trying to isolate Haley. And he's like, this is kind of out of my field of work. Oh, um, right on. Y'all need Jesus. Nah. A priest to bless the house. No. And basically advises them not to try to contact or, like, you know, um, the demon themselves oh. without the help of an actual demonologist. Oh, okay. Right? I thought you were going to say, like, he told them not to contact him again. <laughs> Like, Damn, Don't fuck call up. my phone. Don't call me again. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but what does dumb bitch Michael do? No. What do you think he does? He bought a Ouija board. Yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just a toy. Like, it's, it's not real. Toy. Oh, my God. No, because I don't care how smart you think you are. If a literal psychic is like, hey, don't fuck with this demon. Don't try to talk Without, to it like, yourself. Without, like, supervision? Yeah. And, and then you go like, do that same mm, thing? Buys a Target Ouija board. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah, no. I don't feel bad for what happens. The dumbest bitch I know. Yeah, the dumbest. Big dumb bitch award. Big dumb bitch award, right? So Haley is obviously like increasingly aggravated by Michael's flippant behavior Fucking and asshole. pleads with him to contact the demonologist, mm-hmm. but he refuses. Oh, of course. Um, basically insisting that the problem isn't that serious uh, and quote, they can solve this on their own, unquote. A typical man. It's the demon trying it's to turn him against. Trying no, to turn literally, against because like, wouldn't you be kind of just like suspecting of everything bad happening in your life to be the like the literal root of evil yeah. from your house but i guess if you don't believe in evil then you're just like no this is so silly yeah, yeah. you're being a woman it's a draft yeah you're being it's such a, a woman right now <laughs> you're being such okay. a woman so anyways mm-hmm. um i'm kind of like just telling you like how uh because this was on Oh my god, what was it called? I should have wrote this down. It wasn't Ghost Adventures. What was another one on the Travel Channel? Ghost Hunters? Ghost Hunters, perhaps. Um, there's also, what is it, The Dead Files? Um, I think it was Ghost Hunters. That sounds the most likely. Yeah. Honestly, I'll, so I'll, probably, shows, honestly. I'll probably look it up. So anyways, um, when the couple leaves the house, the camera records an unseen force moving the Ouija board's planchette. <laughs> yeah. On its surface. No and after witnessing this, Michael's finally like, okay, maybe something's going oh, on. Oh, cool. Right? Yeah. Thanks, yeah. asshole. Thanks, About asshole. time. Sorry, the demon literally had to, like, show you itself, like, show its hand for you yeah. to believe in it. Like, oh, right. I right. guess the loud banging and the footsteps in the hallway. Yeah, no, and, and the shit. weird sensations and stuff was just easily explainable. Watching your wife get out of bed and watch you for two hours. And have no memory of it. Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. That's normal. He's like, it's probably just, like, some horrible <laughs> illness or something. You know, like, it's probably I doubt black it's a mold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's 5g poisoning <laughs> actually he's a he's not only an incel well i guess he can't be an incel <laughs> not only is he a conspiracy theorist but also he's a man alt-right oh. man yeah because i feel like 5g is kind of connected to like the alt-right pipeline yeah yeah it's giving crunchy granola mom <laughs> yeah anyway anyway <laughs> Um, so from here on out, multiple frightening events happen to the couple, kind of like in rapid succession. Oh, fuck. Um, the, no. the, the couple finds, and this fucking scared the shit out of me, what looks like non-human footsteps in the baby powder that Michael had sprinkled in the hallway because they were trying to catch like if someone or something had been in the hallway after hearing every single night mm-hmm. footsteps outside. And these footsteps lead them to what looks like a burnt photograph of young Haley in the attic. And Haley's kind of like, wait. I thought all of my childhood stuff had been destroyed in the house fire. So, like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Michael's finally like, okay, let's contact the demonologist. But, of course, as it usually happens in, like, any kind of horror movie, outside intervention is unavailable. Of course. Um, the demonologist is out of the country. And Dr. Franz is like, y'all did exactly what I told you not to do. And he didn't want to make the demon any angrier with his presence. So he was like, don't contact me. Don't contact <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you guys understood me the first time, <laughs> the first time but, but get the fuck away from please me. fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So Haley then begins to experience physical abuse by this entity. Oh fuck. Um, as she is quite literally like yanked out of the couple's bedroom by an unseen force. Mm-hmm. Michael also discovers a bite on her back the morning after, and he's like, I didn't do that. So now he's like, let's leave. Like 
this isn't this isn't worth the trouble. Okay. But Haley is the one that insists on staying because she knows that this thing will follow them wherever they go. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I mean, if you've had this since childhood, then yeah. Yeah, you kind of know at least how to how it works right. a little bit. Yeah. Even though if you don't know what it is. So Act two. Oh, shit. As if this was Barbarian. Okay. We're going to cut to August 2006. So this was in 2004 that they moved to San Diego, right? Okay. A burglary occurs at the home of Holly and Nathaniel Reyes, which is Holly, I mean, Haley's sister mm-hmm. and her husband. And the entire home is thrashed except for the room of their newborn baby, Hunter. So keep this in mind for later. Okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to play into it. The only thing stolen is the necklace that Holly gave, that Haley had given to Holly. Okay. And after this occurrence, after the burglary, Mary, the family's housekeeper nanny, kind of like (laughs) senses evil spirits and burns sage to try and rid them of, you know, said evil spirits. Mm -hmm. But like a typical man, this pisses Nathaniel off because he doesn't believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. So he fires her for doing so. Of course. Right. Holly starts to believe that their home is haunted and she tries to talk to Haley about their collective memories of them being tortured by the spirit when they were children. And apparently it's like found out that Haley had an imaginary friend named Peter. Hmm. And whenever Peter was around, strange things would happen in their house. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like starting to realize, because you know how like when you grow up with trauma, you tend to suppress it, like Mm -hmm. your childhood and whatnot. Yeah. So I think like as they were talking about this, they're like, oh, wait, didn't you have like an imaginary friend named Peter? Like Mm -hmm. probably. When they realized Peter was kind of like this entity that followed them through their childhood Mm -hmm. or, you know, they're kind of um, like they're not they don't know that, but they're hypothesizing like, oh, Mm -hmm. maybe this imaginary friend is something evil evil because evil spirits do like to imitate children, imitate children in order to gain their trust. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So Haley convinces Holly to put up cameras in their house to try and catch more evidence of this entity. Okay, so now both of the sisters have cameras in their yes. house. Okay, cool. Which, like, I, I feel mean, like everybody I've... should have cameras in their house, truly. Inside of the house? Inside. Well, I don't know about inside, but definitely outside. Okay. But obviously they're doing this for a specific reason. Oh, yeah. So. Social Makes experiment. Sense. Yeah, well. social experiment. Right. So Nathaniel, uh, her husband, Holly's husband, mm-hmm. however, kind of dismisses her claims despite footage of strange occurrences happening around the house. And Nathaniel has an older daughter from a previous marriage. Her name is Allison. Mm-hmm. And she hears about this, obviously. And so she starts to investigate what's happening by herself because she obviously believes that something sinister going on. Maybe she felt something. Like, they don't really, like, yeah, interview yeah, yeah, yeah. her or anything. Oh. Um, however, she, dis- she discovers in um, her in-depth research that humans can make deals with demons for wealth or power by forfeiting their soul of their firstborn son. Oh! But if the deal is not fulfilled, the demon will stick to the family until another son is born. And obviously, uh, you guys don't know this, but Hunter is Holly and Nathaniel's firstborn son. So. Oh, no. And then what, it, like, and takes it was, them? Or, like, latches yeah, onto yeah, them? Yeah, oh, like, steals, like, steals the soul. It's like, um, like, I give you this, and you give me their soul, uh-huh. basically. I receive a soul. You receive <laughs> a hunting. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, and Hunter was the first uh, male to be born on Holly's side since the 1930s. Ew. Yeah. What the fuck? That's creepy. Because like at first I was like, oh, Holly and Haley. Like, that's cute. That's like me and my brothers. Or like, yeah, they're all, all Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. So 
things begin to escalate like after Allison finds this out, right? <sighs> the family's German shepherd, Bailey, no! <laughs> is attacked by the spirit no! and apparently suffers from like a terrible seizure. Aww, I know. Baby. I know. Bailey, no! <laughs> Bailey, no! <laughs> um, as Nathaniel and his daughter take the dog to the veterinarian, Holly is alone in the house and is attacked and dragged into the basement <laughs> by the spirit. And from the looks of her like behavior from here on after, it seems like she was fully possessed. That's so fucking scary. Why would they leave her alone? Why wouldn't she go with them? That's your dog too, bitch. Yeah, I was gonna say, and so she's just there with the baby, like I guess in the house by themselves. By themselves after all of this is happening. I don't know. Like, did Allison tell them or did she just find this out on her own and was like, oh, like that's weird. Yeah, like, like yeah, exactly. You know, like she just so like started away for later yeah. or something. Yeah, she's that's like, a little hmm. weird. Good to know. Anyway, the more you know. Yeah, normal the, transition here. <laughs> the stars. What the fuck? Um, so, because, because Allison and Nathaniel were at the vet, no one knows this happened, right? Oh. Because they were like, and because they're so involved with the dog, they didn't uh-huh. watch, like, the footage From or that, anything. So, right. oh, everything happened. I mean, the following day is Allison's left alone with Holly, who is, you know, unaware that she is possessed. And Allison starts to experience a paranormal activity herself as she hears a scratching sound from the basement door, specifically. Basements are so scary. Basements are so scary. Brock, their new house, has a basement. No. Does it have a well in it? (laughs) No. I'm like, no. Well. (laughs) Pops up a picture of a well. (laughs) Um, And so when she goes down to investigate, because... God damn it. Why is everybody named Allison kind of annoying and like know it all? I must investigate. Okay, Velma. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. It's like, no. Just, no, or just just leave it alone, dude. Let it be. Like you let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Like, why why don't I just do that? No, literally. Why you gotta go poke? Why around? you gotta do that? So <laughs> she opens the door and finds not only scratches on the door, but the word muse. Which is Latin for mine, Ooh. etched into the door. And at this point, I'd be like, "Okay, br- big bro, no, love you." Or no, big bro, this is her dad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dog. All right, dog. <laughs> see you later. Daps him up. Yeah, daps him up. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. <laughs> so, um, later that day, a strange bite mark is found on her leg. And they finally review the Allison's footage leg on leg? Allison's leg. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So everybody in this house is kind of is now becoming yeah, attacked. the paranormal activity becoming attacked. Being becoming attacked. Attacked. <laughs> attacked. <laughs> um. So when they finally see the footage of Holly's attack, this motivates Nathaniel to what do you know? Rehire Mary the housekeeper. Wow. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't know who else, and like she's the first person that tried to help us. So Let like, me guess. That's... Is she Mexican? Yeah. Or of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. They said in the article, it was like Mary, the housekeeper, who is of Latin American like descent. But I was like, that's, I didn't realize like in the first part, like, oh, this is like probably pertinent to the story. Because I was like, I feel like that's kind of racist. It's just like, yeah, mention. No, I'm like, but no, like, no. We're, we're very superstitious. Very superstitious. Exactly. <laughs> Latin America is very superstitious. So, um, so she is the one who prepares a cross to exercise the demon. And she says that if she does so, Holly will have no memory of being possessed. And Nathaniel's like, okay, like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, to get rid of this demon, Nathaniel decides to pass the demon onto Haley, Holly's sister, so that Holly and Hunter will be saved 
despite his daughter's pleas not to. So he's like, I don't know what to do with this demon. We don't, because I mean, like, obviously this woman is not an exorcist and yeah. not necessarily that a I demonologist. Yeah. in exorcisms, like, uh, like having certain, like, I don't, because I feel like it's, it's very misogynistic of exorcists to be only men. Yes. So like, I don't want to think like, oh, Mary doesn't have the same capabilities, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, who knows? She is literally like just this woman that they know like from being a housekeeper and a nanny so like who's to say what kind of accolades she has yeah so like or training or whatever training any, anything yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's like obviously she's not going to be able to like completely exercise the demon so basically to you're to get rid of just it taking it off more yeah you're, right you're doing shit like if you're because maybe if it knows that you're doing shit that you don't necessarily know that much about it feels you're like just you're aggravating it, it it's like what the fuck like yeah. oh you think like you're gonna fool that's me. like us trying to do an exorcism <laughs> me using the book of mormon instead of <laughs> the king james bible <laughs> me using like scripts from supernatural <laughs> when they're like exercising demons I'm like ah wait wait, wait. Scene one, scene one, act four. Episode, season three, episode two. <laughs> oh my god, the only episode I remember from Supernatural is the La Llorona one. That one's funny. <laughs> that one's really good, though. Did you see the one with Paris Hilton? Probably. I haven't watched Supernatural since that I was a really, wee lad. That one was really funny. Really? A wee lad. <laughs> Paris Hilton was, like, on her way to becoming a scream queen, especially from her stint in um, House of Wax. Hello? She did really well. The iconic House of Wax. The iconic House of Wax. Give People who haven't seen House of Wax... Give that movie what are you doing? Exactly. Give it your five. I said that to my mom when we were drunk. And she was like, um, roses, petunias, lilies. And I was like, do you not know what give me my flowers? Mean? I'm like, literal flowers. Like, I mean, metaphorical, but literal flowers. <laughs> she just starts naming flowers. I love her. She's so fucking funny for that. I was laughing so hard. She's holding her gray goose on the rocks. Like, no, wait, what? <laughs> no, this time she had Trace generation oh she does like that one that's um, tasty, that's respado, tasty or no no anejo i'm sorry i'm like reposado. it is reposado yeah no, at least i said a word yeah yeah that's good <laughs> we okay so anyways guys um when this happens nathaniel puts holly to bed you know soon to forget all of this happened mm-hmm. to her soon to be Cleansed. Seem to be cleansed exactly <laughs> and burns a photo of young Haley, which basically signifies passing the demon on to her dick <laughs> three weeks later Haley visits and explains that strange things have begun happening at her house fuck no and that's kind of like how their story started oh, fuck. Yeah. so anyways that was paranormal activity one two you <laughs> That was the that was the Wikipedia synopsis oh, with, with a little notes my of my own. God, <laughs> the way we were waxing poetic about fucking like the intricacies of like of, of exorcism and like the qualifications. Oh, I'm like, yeah, of the I'm like intricacies of exorcism, of exorcism needs to be the title. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's this is really really fucked up. Really I know. Do you love it or what? You know, I for a minute there, I, I was like, I feel like maybe I know. Yeah. It. No, you totally got it. I don't. I don't know. I, I get it. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, because this is such a unbelievable story, you would have to assume that this is a horror story. But there are like terrible hauntings and exorcisms that have, you know, echoed these kind of experiences. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe I'll be able to get away with it. But you're too smart for me. <laughs> 
You're too good. good. That was good. Thank I, you. I, that was still so enjoyable. <laughs> right? Like, it's still a good story. And not everybody's seen Paranormal Activity. I was I'm genuinely like... afraid, too. Like, the first, like, ten minutes, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. And oh, then no. I started picking up little things. Yeah, like, you're like, wait a second. Wait I had to second. change all the names. <laughs> and when I was like, what should the dog's name be? I was like, oh, Bailey. Because literally every person I meet is like, oh, I have a dog named Bailey. I was like, that, that'll be believable, yep. right? <laughs> of course they have a German shepherd named Bailey. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Word vomit. Okay, guys. Um, so breaking news. Come for me. Nini was like, "Wait, you put your stories into like separate word documents?" And I was like, "Yes." (laughs) Dot dot dot. Question mark. Question mark. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? What do you do? And then she just revealed to me that she uses like an entire like ginormous forty-four page document to store all of the stories, and that she has to every single time she starts a new one scroll down so i just wait like a couple minutes for it all to look <laughs> <laughs> i'm so embarrassed oh my god that is literally psychopathic behavior <gasps> listen everything's highlighted everything has a different color and it's okay so it's like doing. controlled chaos yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. It, it only sounds bad in in theory but in practice it's it's fine. Not that bad. Okay. Like, it, it, bad, it, it just struck bad. me as, uh, yeah, very bizarre because I'm so used to just like every time. I'm so but sorry. I did start doing something where, because like um, for my criminal law class, we have to do case briefs, or I mean for every class, I have to do case briefs. But like I, I keep like the um, general format of the case brief, and then okay. every single time I just delete all the info and then like make a new one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, like a little template. You know what I thought about? Oh my god, I didn't do that for my new one, and it has the wrong date on it. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't notice. Because <laughs> it's the right brief. It's just the wrong date. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Whatever. You got this. It's fine. I got it. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. Conspiracy okay. corner. It is time. See. Okay. Well, you can't. I, oh. I, I, I was, I'll show you after. Okay. But uh, it's okay. in my example. Please. Um. What guys, are you talking about today? Well, first, let me, t- let me tell you about the time I had picking a fucking topic for the week. Um, I chose one. Okay. I spent, like... I would hope so. Maybe an hour or two uh-huh. getting my sources. I'm right. like, I, I put some put some shit down on uh-huh. the page. And then I was like, okay, I'm getting a little antsy. I'm getting a little stressed. Mm. I'm going to do something else for a few minutes. Okay. So I got up and I started organizing my closet. Oh, no. By color. Um, and then I sat down and I was like... You're such an Aquarius. And then I was like, no. And I deleted no. everything. Um, but... But I landed on a good one. Okay. I feel cool. Uh, we were originally going to go across the pond. Okay. But I'm sure some of you guys don't have valid passports. Me uh, like doesn't me. have a passport. Um, so we're actually uh, starting our journey today in the magical land of Utah. <laughs> oh, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> because today we're unpacking the mystery behind <gasps> the Utah monolith. Oh my god. Yeah! <laughs> I like, literally know nothing about this. And the unmarked monolith craze of 2022. Dude, yeah, because where the fuck did those come from? Yep. Okay. Slide. Yep. Oh, I'm I love so that. excited. I'm so excited for this one. Like, it just came to me. I was like, oh, this is a good one. Because I remember I was still on Twitter when this all unfolded. So right. I was keeping up with it, like, as it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So our tale begins on November 18th, Ooh. 2020. It's a Scorpio. Yes, it's a Scorpio. Not a happy, chill time for most of us, though, no. unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but it was a happy time for state biologists of the <laughs> Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. Love that. Which was in the process of counting bighorn sheep, as you do, Okay. in the southeastern corner of the state, 
and they were flying um, in a helicopter. Gotcha. Um, when one of the biologists spotted a tall, shiny pillar standing in basically the middle of nowhere. That's so fucking terrifying. So ominous. So ominous, dude. And everything's like all the sand, all the rocks and everything is red. Oh, like like, really so it, it contrasts. Yeah, it looks oh, so wow. Um, Brett Hutchings, the helicopter pilot that day, recalls the incident as follows. And this quote is going to be from an, arti- an article, <laughs> an article on theguardian.com by okay. Amanda Holpatch. Okay. Quote: One of the biologists is the one who spotted it, and we just happened to fly directly over the top of it. He was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Turn around, turn around!" I was like, "What?" He's like, "There's this thing back there. We have to go look at it." Unquote. Which, like, I love that. Yeah. That's exactly how... That's, that's like literally it. how everything went down. Yeah, You absolutely. know it. Um, Hutchings also noted that the object appeared to be both man-made and intentionally placed Ugh. in the middle of the barren landscape. That reminds me of, like, the Georgia Guidestones. Yes, yeah. for real. Um, so it probably didn't fall off a spaceship or yeah. a UFO or anything. Um, the pilot went on to say, quote, I'm assuming it's some new wave artist or something, or, you know, Banksy. somebody that was a big 2001 A Space Odyssey fan. <laughs> we were kind of joking around that if one of us suddenly disappears and the rest of us have to make a run for it. Oh. Unquote. On November 23rd, mm-hmm. 2020, so just a couple of days after, the Utah Department of Public Safety published a story titled, quote, DPS Aero Bureau Encounters Monolith in Red Rock Country. Hmm. And it included photos of the helicopter crew um, and members of the, like, research team posing with the monolith. And there's one picture I'll show you later. Um, Like, there's one guy standing next to it, and then there's another picture, and it's two guys, and it's one guy standing on the other guy's shoulders. And he's, like, trying to peek over it. Trying to peek over it? Yeah, it's really fucking funny. Yeah. Um, This looks, this sounds like a movie montage of, like, a bunch of friends who find, like, some haunted thing in the middle, thing of, nowhere. In the middle yeah, of nowhere absolutely. yeah so um the description of the event reads as follows quote the crew said that there was no obvious indication of who might have put the monolith there the exact location of the installation is not being disclosed since it's oh. in a very remote area and if individuals were to attempt to visit the area there's a significant possibility they may become stranded and require rescue oh unquote. that makes sense the next day november 24th the Utah Bureau of Land Management shared their official statement regarding the discovery, and this was on Twitter. Okay. Quote, Although we can't comment on active investigations, we would like to remind public land visitors that using, occupying, or developing the public lands or their resources without a required authorization is illegal, no matter what planet you're from. Unquote. (laughs) Okay. However, it only took a few hours for someone on Reddit to pinpoint the location of Monolith using Google Earth. Are you serious? Like, um... What's it? What are those called? Um, longitude, longitude. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, coordinates. Coordinates. Yep. There we mm-hmm. go. Um, so Reddit user Tim Slane, who Ooh. I feel like we should refer to them by their username, which is bear underscore underscore fucker. Um, <laughs> me, but clown me underscore but underscore fucker. <laughs> so he uploaded the Google Earth link um, with the coordinates of the monolith to the r slash geoguesser community with the humble caption, Quote, it was installed sometime after August 2015. Before you ask, I'm just good at finding things. Unquote. (laughs) Okay, flex. For real. (laughs) A follow-up comment on the thread offering a detailed breakdown, um, offered a detailed breakdown of how they found it. Some of the clues they used to deduce the location included the type and color of the rock in the canyon, the texture of the canyon floor, which would indicate if water had, like, been constantly flowing through there or if it was, like, higher above, like, the water level. Like, yeah, they got real. It's giving, it's giving tism. No, literally. Um, (laughs) It's the tism. It's the tism. Um, And also the helicopter's flight time and path based on, like, where it departed from 
as well as, quote, finding a suitable flat area for an AS-350 helicopter to land. Oh, my God. So, like, that's a lot of, a lot of yeah. shit. But just in a couple hours after they mm-hmm. posted about they that thing, that's insane. It. Yeah, that's insane. Um, this next bit of info is from Wikipedia, Wikipedia. slash Utah Monolith. Um, a few days later, um, a journalist named Nuska, a Dutch journalist named okay. Nuska Dusar, um, used satellite images to determine that the monolith had been placed between July 7th, 2016 and October 21st, 2016. Oh. So it had been there for four years before it Before was anyone discovered, discovered it. Yeah. Wow. So the Reddit community r slash find the monolith was created on November 24th. And their about me statement reads, quote, dedicated to news about and the origin of the Southern Utah monolith. Post your theories, memes, etc. about the monolith. We will figure this out. <laughs> Unquote. It's such a team effort. I know. Less than 48 hours after the Department of Public Safety's announcement regarding the monolith, uh-huh. the public found its way to the site and pictures started appearing on social oh, media. Oh, God. Didn't they say it's like really far out? It's like hours away like there's not even marked roads i don't think that take oh my there, god so. how did people find that it's not that yeah i mean like i guess like it's really that intriguing but it's like oh my god who's gonna risk their lives to go fucking go out there yeah. groups of people droves of people literally. that's crazy but let's talk a little bit about her okay the monolith okay she is a nine nine foot eight inch tall triangular prism jesus made of stainless steel or aluminum sheets okay with 23 inch sides the sheets of uh, metal were joined together with rivets, and when okay. the metal was struck, it produced a dampened hollow sound, which hmm. suggested that it was insulated. Okay. The monolith's surface is a polished and is polished and shiny, but not entirely reflective. Okay. The ground around the base of the monolith appeared to have been cut with a saw, according to um, a statement by Nick Street, uh, Lieutenant Nick Street. Sorry. Okay. Which sounds like a fake name. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that sounds like the the police officer or the sheriff from um fear street yeah his name was like nick nick something yeah it was yeah. really it was really and it just reminded me fear yeah. street nick street yeah, yeah. Okay. um so he's a spokesperson for the department of public safety okay. and he told usa today quote we're almost 100 percent sure this was an installation attempt of some kind well not an attempt they successfully installed yeah. it in the red rocks in southern southeastern utah it's stainless steel it's put together with pop rivets that said, that kind of says it was definitely put together by humans because okay. of the material it's made out of. It hasn't weathered. It huh. wasn't meant to. Oh, which I feel like that was. It's so ominous. So I don't ominous. know why he would say that. Yeah, you like caught me off guard. Saying yeah, that. The, because the material it's made out of hasn't weathered. It wasn't meant. It to. wasn't meant to. I was like, that's spooky. Like a literal welder or like some like type of like artist and welder made yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. like that's horrifying yeah um of course conspiracy theories immediately became a focal right. point on social media like i said i was on twitter when this happened so it was a, it was a blast yeah it was fun it was a lot of fun um there my favorite meme of, of the monolith is um there was one where it's like if the if the utah monolith wore pants would it wear them like this or like this and it was like the pants like this or like on the side <laughs> i'm gonna I love the i'm gonna include sometimes. that in our post probably because okay, that's just hilarious um so according to an article on the new york times um, art fans were comparing the monolith to works by artist John McCracken, who hmm. was a minimalist sculptor and longtime science fiction fan who happened to live in the desert and is oh. most known for his uh, sculptures that were called Planks with a capital P. Okay. They were with a capital P. Capital P. Planks. Um, it sounds like a really cool band name. Yeah, Planks. Also, Planks. Um, also reminds me of Plankton, but I just am always thinking about SpongeBob. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
So they were basically like these reflective sculptures um, of all different sizes um, painted in like various bright colored hues okay. and they were all shiny and reflective. Okay. Um, even the artist's son, Patrick McCracken, believed the Utah sculpture could be his father's work. Really? Telling the New York Times in a phone interview, quote, in May 2002 in Medinales, New Mexico, we were standing outside looking at the stars and he said something to the effect of that he would like to leave his artwork in remote places to be discovered later. Huh. Wait, is he dead? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I thought of it. Um, I thought it was something he would do. He was inspired by the idea of alien visitors leaving <gasps> objects that resembled his work or that his work resembled. Ooh. This monolith piece is very much in line with his artistic vision. Unquote. And then he actually went on to elaborate about his dad's belief in extraterrestrial life. Ooh, okay. saying, quote, he believed in advanced alien races that were able to visit Earth. To his mind, these aliens had been visiting Earth for a very long time. Right. They wanted to help humanity get past this time of our evolution where all we do is fight each other. Oh, which, interesting. That's pretty like cool. a positive outlook. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty fucking cool, to mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. Um, others believe that the monolith was, quote, an art piece that was forgotten in the desert after a photo shoot happened, okay. um, with the photographer behind the shoot believed to be a person named Elliot Lee Hazel whose Instagram page at the time featured a series of photos depicting a model um, in dark clothing with um, posing with large rectangular metal towers okay. in the middle of a desert um, right. landscape with the caption, quote, labyrinth installation. Hmm. Um, some people thought it could just be contemporary fan art done by somebody who, like right. I said, really loved 2001 A Space Odyssey, right. um, which we have to watch. Yeah, sometime. for sure. Um, or was trying to send a message about humanity's evolution in the midst of you know, the COVID pandemic or right. something. Um, oh yeah, because well, oh well, no, because it was. I was gonna say it was 2020, but you said it was probably put there like 2015, 2016. 2015, 2016. Yeah, so I'm like, that's weird, that right? Weird. That it would be found in this time yeah. of human history. Um, also worth noting, the HBO series Westworld Ooh. was filming in this part of the state where the monolith was found. So uh -huh. there were some people that were like, maybe, oh, maybe it's just a leftover yeah. crop or something, um, because it was placed like to withstand time since right. it was like cut into the floor and then stuck right. in there um aliens were thought by many to be the force behind the utah monolith but regardless of its creators just as quickly as it was discovered <gasps> it was gone it disappeared what well not really okay um this is also from the new york times okay on the night of november 27th 2020 Adventure photographer Ross Bernards was visiting the site of the monolith, shooting some night photography and like drone footage and stuff. Mm. When he says a few men arrived at the site around 8.40 p.m. Upon arriving, Bernards says that the men forcefully uh, pushed and tugged on the monolith um, until it fell over. <gasps> and one of them said, quote, this is why you don't leave trash in the desert, unquote. Before um, they tore it apart and then took the pieces away in a wheelbarrow. What the fuck? One of them allegedly said, leave no trace on their way out of the canyon. And there's like TikTok videos and Instagram reels about this you can find online. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So four days after it was removed, recreationists, which I'm assuming that means people that do like outdoorsy yeah, shit, right. I don't know. Um, Andy Lewis and Sylvan Christensen uploaded a YouTube video in which they claimed that they were the ones who removed the monolith. Okay. Sylvan Christensen took to Instagram and TikTok to upload the video as well, citing, quote, clear precedents for how we share and standardize the use of our public lands, natural wildlife, native plants, freshwater sources, and human impacts upon them. As well mm -hmm. as speaking about the human damage done to the delicate ecosystem of the Red Rocks right. when, you know, there was an influx of, like, cars and RVs right, right, and right, tourists right. and yeah. everything. There was also no fucking bathrooms there. So, you know, people were just uh, pissing all over this place. And, like, what's 
kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's kind so of like, fucked up. I get it. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I, I kind of get it. Yeah. Um, on December 20th, 2020, which a lot of 20s, right. Andy Lewis posted a video on Instagram showing what appeared to be the Utah monolith completely intact what? in his backyard. Despite having posted a video in November in which the monolith, like I said, was being carted away in a right. wheelbarrow, like it's pieces. Um, Lewis claimed that he and his friends um, had heard somebody really did want to tear down the sculpture. So they actually staged like a fake like removal, like okay. in protest so that nobody would um, go, would go and actually destroy Interesting. it. So he went on to say that the monolith was donated to the Bureau of Land Management, oh. the Utah Bureau of Land Management to quote, investigate its origin and creation and eventually find a new home for it. Huh. And yeah, the Bureau of Land Management still has it. Really? Oh, wow. But it doesn't end here. Oh, my God. There's more monoliths coming. Okay. November 28th, 7th, 2020. Okay. This bit of info is from NPR.org. We are in the city of Piatra Nimt, Romania. Oh. Uh, specifically, an area called the Batka Doameni. Doamne. Doamne. Yeah. Okay. Plateau near the archaeological site of an ancient fortress. Ooh. Standing around 10 to 12 feet tall. Holy shit. This rectangular prism. Or as I termed it, the Romanolith. Romanolith. <laughs> so Romanolith, if you nasty. Yeah. Uh, was composed entirely of a dimly reflective material that had, quote, looped markings along its surface. Okay. As seen in a Facebook video posted by a local radio station called Journal FM. Journal spelled without the O. Journal. Journal. Yeah, <laughs> it looks funny. Um, soon after its discovery, mm -hmm. the mayor of Piatra named Andre Carabella, published a statement on Facebook, which I'll read to you now. Okay. This was translated from the or translated by the independent.co.uk. Oh, okay. Um, quote, there is no reason to panic for those who think that there is still life in the universe. My guess is that some alien, cheeky, and terrible teenagers left home with their parents' UFO and started planting metal monoliths around the world. First in Utah, and then at Piatra named. I am honored that they chose our city. <laughs> beyond that conspiracy theory, beyond the conspiracy theories that can be tempting, I'd like to see this randomness as further proof that our city is special hmm. for the Earthlings and maybe not only for them. Wow. <laughs> Unquote. Which is like, that's kind of cute. cute. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like that. I, I do like that. <laughs> but. What? Just as quickly there. as it arrived. Oh, no, it's gone again. Ramona has vanished, babe. She's gone. Where'd she go? Was there another TikTok about, like, destroying it? No. Oh. This one, no. Um, journalist Robert Isub of the local Piatra Nimt newspaper okay. told Reuters that, quote, the structure disappeared overnight as quietly as it was erected last week. <sighs> An unidentified person, apparently a bad local welder, made it. Now all that remains is just a small hole covered by rocky soil. Which, unquote. And also, there's no, like, there's no record or no. anything to back up why he would say, like, oh, yeah, it was a, a bad wilder. Like, fucking put this thing up. My and, dad like, would say that. He would, yeah, like, and, like, like, he would literally, like, um, this is garbage. examine. He'd be fucking, rubbing it, like, this yeah, is trash. This is trash. <laughs> He'd be rubbing the corners, like, the, what is that? When two things meet? The seals. The seals, yeah. he's, yeah. like, trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. Um, so, yeah, the Romanolith is gone. Okay. But. But. On December 2nd, 2020, another monolith oh my God. appeared at Stadium Park okay. on Pine Mountain in the town of Atascadero, California. Oh, wow. Like literally a week after the dismantling of the Utah monolith. 
And this bit comes from News. But they don't all look the same, right? They just, like, have similar... Mm, that Most of them look the same. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, the one from Utah and the one from Romania specifically, those look almost exactly alike. Really? The only difference is that the looped markings... I was going like to say the rushed loop, steel. The looped markings yeah. sound different. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then this one in Tascadero also really looks like the one really? in, in Utah. Yeah, it's bizarre. That's weird. How do you go from Utah to Romania to California? In the span of, like, a week and a half. A week and a half. Make yeah, no. Um, so... Uh, quote, the three-sided obelisk, obelisk, I obelisk. that word, uh, appeared to be made of stainless steel, was 10 feet tall and 18 inches wide. The object was welded together at each corner with rivets attaching the side panels to a likely steel frame inside. Okay. The top of the monument did not show any weld marks and it appears to be hollow at the top and possibly the bottom, unquote. The Atascadero monolith wasn't installed into the ground like the Utah one, like uh-huh. that was cut into the into the earth. Um, instead, it was just attached to the dirt uh, on the hill by like rebar, like steel gotcha. pipes. Uh-huh. Um, news quickly spread in the small town, and tons of hikers from surrounding areas, even people from Southern California, were driving really? up there, and it's like a five-hour drive really uh, to see the spectacle. Yeah. Uh, or actually, I, oh, man, this was a really cute play on words. The reflective spectacle. Aww. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, the reflective spectacle. I like that. But what? <laughs> I just keep saying but in like really dramatic tones of voice. But. but this monolith would not stand for long either. Are you serious? No, ma'am. Um, on December third, twenty twenty, so literally pretty much two days after it was a couple days after it was discovered. Right. A group of men dressed in night vision goggles and camo gear. Creepy. Saying things like, "quote The alien overlords are not welcome." We don't want illegal aliens from Mexico or outer space. Ew, okay. You didn't have to make it racist. We are operating on direct orders from QAnon and President Trump himself. Oh, no. Not QAnon ruining everything. And Christ is king. Um, arrived. Let's in go, a- Brandon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they arrived in a Tascadero and knocked over the monolith Aww. in the dead of night. But how do we know what they wore and what they said? Yeah. Because they live-streamed the event online. Of course they did. Under the name Culture War Criminal. Oh, my God. They always have the most cringiest names. The minorities are taking over. <laughs> um, the obelisk was then replaced by a wooden cross. Go figure. The corny. U- corny. Boo, tomatoes, tomatoes. Boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Utah, Romania, and California monoliths, though, wouldn't be the only ones found in the year 2020. Holy shit. Or the year 2021. After the discovery of the Utah monolith, it really started with that one. Uh-huh. After that, over 200 <gasps> additional monoliths resembling it have been found in various locations. And like that big too? Yes, they're all Holy about 90 shit. feet tall. Yeah. How do they just like cart these places around? Yep. In some cases, like the Atascadero monolith, um, a group of four artists and metal fabricators, including a man named Wade McKenzie, admitted to building the monoliths oh. as, quote, a piece of piece of guerrilla art but when it was taken down in such a malicious manner we decided we needed to replace it and they did oh and it's still it's still at the at the park really yeah oh, cool. so I'm like that's, that's kind of yeah, neat like, that. like they had petitioned the state the city of atascadero to put it in um like a more public place and mm-hmm. make it like more of a um like a true monument yeah. but the city was like it's kind of cool like where it is yeah. like it attracts so many people to like the nature and like right. the stuff that our city has to offer so oh, cool. they they kept it there interesting yeah. yeah um and yeah that's the monolith monolith, monolith madness monolith baby madness, the Woo! madness of monoliths oh god that's a hard word for my list monolith <laughs> monolith 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 ah, <laughs> <monolisps. laughs> there we go 
gosh. That was that fun. Was, that was a good episode, you guys. Yeah. Did yeah. You, you like that story? Okay. I do. Yay. That was good. I can't wait to show you all the I, pictures. Like, that's of something it later that I completely too. forgot about. Like, yeah. That was, it was that a was weird a thing. fucking thing. I mean, 2020 through 2023 has been a whirlwind, but yeah, that was definitely like a, a, a time. To, to be alive. To be alive. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh shit, the gardeners are here. Oh fuck. We gotta right. go. Bye guys. Love Follow you. Meet it. Bye.